Welcome to the Marketing for Greatness podcast, where professionals and entrepreneurs from all around the world come to learn expert level marketing and sales secrets. We believe in the power of knowledge. We give you what you love to receive when you're craving for great content. Real, clear, and specific actionable items with inspiration to take action. Here's your host, Jessica, and this podcast is going to teach you everything you need so you can activate your greatness. All right, all right. It's me. I hope you're doing fantastic. And I am dedicating this episode to those of you who are having the bug. And no worries. I'm going to tell you what bug this is. It's not that you're sick or anything like that. But you have been wondering, how is it that I can exit the rat race? How is it that I can start something new? I feel tired. I don't feel passionate anymore. I feel like there's got to be a way where I can make money with uh, the experience that I have, the career that I have, the many years that I have put on this industry. There's got to be a way. If that's you, then we are going to have an amazing journey together during this episode. I say you can be driving, you can be running, you can be at your gym. I just want to inspire you. I don't think you need to take notes, but if you do, just please make sure that you're not driving. (laughs) All right. So let's, let's get started. Let's get started. I feel like super motivated because many people have been asking me this question and I pay attention to the conversations I have, in particularly those conversations with um, people who I don't know very well, and they they find and they feel that I can be a source of inspiration and also a guidance, and I hope that I can be that person for you. So let me tell you a little bit of my story so you can understand um, why I can tell you, you know, what I did. And, you know, maybe what I did is is something that you might want to consider, but maybe not. Um, I, I feel like I can provide also wisdom of the mistakes I made, certainly, so you don't have to make them. My case, I went to uh, school. I graduated with magna cum laude and all the honors you can imagine. Um, And I became an accountant. And I had the degree in business um, administration and accounting. Then I went to law school. Trust me, nobody goes to law school and spends (laughs) a (laughs) six-figure amount in student loans to not practice anymore. I happened to uh, be at the wrong place, doing the wrong thing (laughs) at the wrong timing. When I was at the peak of my career, which by the way, it it was uh, an entrepreneurship move. I only was an employee for a year. I was pretty much 24 years old. I worked for a law firm and I realized that they were uh, having a great business. And uh, on my end, when I calculated how much money I was making, basically I was just making about $11 an hour and nobody could live with that, especially when you have so much debt and so many responsibilities. And it was so stressful that I decided that I wanted to just do my own 
my own thing. Um, so you can call that that I went as a freelancer um, and uh, started as a freelancer from the very bottom from my house. I still remember my desk. I still remember that I had this little wired uh, file um, organizer. I didn't even have a cabinet. Um, and it was pretty impressive to see. Uh, I, I still remember when I uh, first rented my first uh, office. It was amazing to see that I started something uh, literally from the kitchen of my apartment as a single mom. And I hustled that much that at some point I was able to open my own firm. And we grew and we mostly were working with real estate and banks and um doing mortgages. And guess what? That was exactly back in 2008, 2009, 2010. Guess what happened? <laughs> you don't have to Google maybe to uh, find what exactly happened during those years. So I'm going to tell you that was when the recession hit our economy. And I was so frustrated. And to me, that was the catalyst. That was the the main factor for me to get the bug um which actually i'm going to turn this to you because um there's gotta be something that is happening in your life right now that it's creating that bug or else you would not even be listening to what i'm saying right now um, so to me, the bug was so strong that I was traumatized. It was really hard to even think, oh my God, how can I start from zero after I just ran like not even a marathon? I mean, I, I did like an Iron Man. <laughs> um, how can I start from zero? The idea was unconceivable to me. I um, happened to even move out of um, my beautiful island of Puerto Rico. And to me, like starting from zero sounds like something that I was not going to be willing to do. And that was the beginning of the bug. And I happened to then start doing freelancing work as an attorney. So that is a good place to me to start to to recommend that you can do and we will we will talk about it um so i'm just gonna basically tell you like my my steps and my story right so i became a freelancer i um remember looking for temp jobs and being very picky with the things that i um would work on because essentially the main difference when you are a freelancer and um, versus just really dedicating all the time to just one job is that you can have the choice to uh, say yes or say no. So I did that. I did that um, when we first moved to the New York, Connecticut area. I worked for um, a real estate um, management firm as an in-house um, counselor. I did as, as a freelancer. Then they hired me. I accepted that. And then we had to walk away. But I, I did walk away with a package, which was a blessing to me because it gave me the opportunity to take a break and uh, heal. I would say mostly heal from all the stress after losing my, my low practice due to the recession. And that was the moment when I opened my brain and my vision for new things. I was not even considering switching industries completely, but the way that I can tell you that it happened is that I was able to use the skills 
and wrap them up, <laughs> packing them very well, and transfer those skills to this new thing that I did. So that's my story. That's how I started. That's how I got, I would say if we um, create like a bullet list of the different phases that I went from my story, for sure, I got the bug, um, felt very icky, very, in, I would say felt the friction. I, I didn't feel that I belonged to what I was doing, um, but it was around the pain, right? I lost income. I lost many things. Um, it was terrifying to even um, having to fire my amazing uh, assistants and the employees. It was just really, really difficult. So once I got the bug, then I went through the freelancing. Um, and then from the freelancing, I got like to build a muscle, to be more confident, and then wrap up my skills and definitely uh, saw the opportunity. And that's when I was ready to start my own business. And that's a business that you're basically seeing right now. So Again, if I go back and, and kind of put the stages, um, it's, it's the bug, it's the healing, um, it's the, I need to do whatever it takes to make some money until you're ready to have a clear vision of what is it that you're going to invest your energy, your time, and where is that you belong? Because for sure, you will realize very quickly that 10 years go very fast and especially um, you might not be in your 20s anymore so we have no time to keep joking around we have no time to keep just hopping in to multiple places to see what happens um, and I'm sure that you are in agreement with me okay um, so going back to then this lesson um, I want you to identify um, in what level you are when it comes to having that bug. And you don't have to tell me this, but if you do, I'm more than happy to have a conversation with you about this. Um, because what is creating it and how do you feel? That's very, very, very important because that's going to be the why. Why are you going to make such a difficult decision? Now, hear me out on this. The reason why this is a difficult decision it has nothing to do with the, the fact that you can do this. I don't want you to have any doubt of your capacity because guess what? You have the degree, most likely you do, either in, in your formal education or um, straight education, you do have a degree, you have the expertise, you have the credentials, you have everything that people out there have and even more and they're doing this so you're not being the first one trying to do something that nobody else has done ever so you have proof of your capabilities and your abilities to make this happen the reason why this is a difficult decision for you is because it's hard to say bye-bye to what you have to take something that you can't even process. It's not the same as when you went this morning and you um, had your breakfast, you opened your fridge and you said, okay, um, I can do a roast beef sandwich or I can do a chicken sandwich. Well, in both scenarios, you have tasted 
how it goes and your brain has already registered the result and you will pick the one that you want. Now in this scenario, when you say, okay, do I stay with a job that I have right now that I, I can't even see myself doing this any other hour? Or do I do the thing that I don't really know what that is? So that's what makes this situation a difficult situation. That doesn't mean that it's an impossible situation. And that's why we are, in the time that we're together, I'm going to kind of opening some of the pathways that your brain has so that you can at least have some vision of what can you do. And with that, hopefully we can just get this going. Now, so you got the bug, you're going to go through the level of the bug and why do you feel the way that you feel? And that's going to be very, very important. The second step is to think about the inventory of the transferable skills that you have. In my case, for example, and actually, you know, there's, there's going to be many skills that you have, but some of them are going to be locked into your industry. Those are the ones that we're going to say bye-bye because we're not going to transfer them into something else. For example, um, when I was an attorney, an example of a skill that is not going to be transferred into other thing because I need a license to that, it'll be my um, litigation skills. Um, but guess what? That litigation skill, it's, it's true. I'm not going to be, you know, <laughs> telling you, your honor, may I have permission to do this, this and that. I will not do that anymore because that is totally locked into that industry. However, you can tell me that then that means that I have communication skills, you see? So we're going to take a list and I'm going to give you 10 ideas of the transferable skills that you might have. And that's amazing that you have them. So it can be that you have the ability to create a strategy. Um, no, that's number one. Number two, leadership skills, management skills. That's number two. Number three, problem solving. Number four, teamwork ability. Number five, data analysis. If you see numbers and numbers speak to you, in my case, that's, that's something that I definitely have as a skill. Communication skills. Those of you who are great uh, speakers, those of you who are the ones that conduct meetings, and in my case, you know, the litigation um, is for sure wrap up in communication skills. Writing skills, so important these days. Time management, productivity, work ethic, listening and providing feedback, so important these days. And another skill that not too many people talk about it is your skill to be compassion and to help people. Um, and this essentially and especially will transfer to nonprofit, com community activities, and other organizations that really need people with big hearts, okay? So what are your skills? That's a question that you need to ask. What are your skills? Per perhaps you want to pause this and um, take the, the look at the list and which ones really sound like, oh, I have that. Oh, I have that, right? Um, so once you do that, we are going then to take you to study the market. 
So let's just imagine that your skills are like a set of ingredients and we are going to, to put all of those ingredients together. And I know that you might have already, by just looking at those skills, you might have an idea of what is it, the path that you're open to explore. Let's not even commit yet. Let's date <laughs> before getting married, right? So before even committing to something, I want you to flirt with a couple of ideas and a couple of examples. Let's just say no more than three so we don't get things complicated, but you have the ingredients. Now, what's going to be the main plate that we're going to be cooking, right? Um, so depending on those skills, let, I'm going to just run with you an example. Um, and this is a conversation that I was having with my husband. Example, we just were um, exploring a vertical with my husband and I. We all are always talking about business and opportunities and all that. So um, we were considering um, creating a vertical for the SaaS industry. And uh, if, if you are in that industry, you know what I mean. If you're not, you can just Google what is SaaS industry, S-A-A-S. Um, so essentially what, what we did after we created these um, theories of potential things that we can serve to that industry is then taking those ideas to Google. Um, Google knows best. I, in fact, did the whole process with him using what I use for my um, search engine optimization clients, which essentially help us having scientific data of the marketplace that you can serve. And that's very important. I wish I had that when I was kind of considering different opportunities because it tells us how is the market um, and how many people are serving that market. And especially if there are not too many people, then how big your opportunity is. So I would say that will be the next step um, for you to see the path um, of the area um, of consulting that you want to serve. Pick about three um, ideas. So maybe you have been an engineer um, working for a company and then you serve the medical industry. Well, what are the things that you can provide for the medical industry? Maybe you don't go too broad. Maybe your consulting service will be an even more niche so that you can even be a consultant for the for the company that you're working right now. <laughs> that can happen. I have seen that happening. Um, so once you do that, you will explore with scientific data that will tell you how many people are searching and uh, what's the relevancy for that. How do they say that? If you want, um, I'm going to send you the link of the tools that I use and you can use those tools. They have a free version. And obviously you and I can talk and I can help you doing this exercise. It didn't, it doesn't really take me more than five minutes. And after that, you want to test. You want to have these exercise where you see yourself as the expert on the field. Now, the expertise these days is, is something that it, it's not that intangible because People will search for your name and you want to have those uh, footprints so that when they search, they see that you are the consultant, you are the expert, you are qualified. And guess what? You can qualify yourself. 
there's something called website that you can do and you can build those qualifications writing articles showing your expertise claiming your authority claiming that you are the one who are pre who is prepared to advise people on the solutions create the solutions and what that does is it allows you to start living your new life even even when you're still working in, in, in the thing that you don't want to do anymore, you can um, start building that path even with a very simple website where you have the ability to write, claiming your expertise, claiming your authority, and then take it offline. There's no reason for you to be spending money in advertising, doing any campaigns or anything complicated with online marketing. Um, what you definitely want is to have the path to win the online marketing space because people will find you, but then you'll take it offline and that's going to allow you to be confident in your own shoes, confident in your own words, confident in your new title. And little by little, you will see that the opportunities are going to come to you when you are ready. Okay. So I really hope that these provide an outline for you so that at least you have something to say to yourself, you know what, maybe I can try and I can show you the path with data that has the biggest opportunity for you so you can claim the authority. And what you would be doing is I'm going to teach you exactly what is it the information that the internet needs from you and then you start creating the content and you start uh, even producing the ideas and no worries if you're not uh, a writer if you're not a confident writer we can even do that for you okay there's something called outsourcing so if we abstract your brain and your ideas and your wisdom that's the best thing that you have that is something that People pay for that wisdom that you have. So if there's something that I definitely recommend you is knowing your worth since day one and you claim your authority with your brand and content marketing happens to be part of your brand, okay? What do we do now? We're going to take this conversation offline. So I definitely look forward to talk to you and to hear what are your ideas and what are your skills. And if I can help you in any way I can, I definitely will. So bye for now. This episode of the Marketing for Greatness podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more expert level marketing and sales secrets. Don't forget to visit our website, marketingforgreatness.com. The Greatness blog produces fresh content all the time. Make sure you allow notifications to get updates immediately.